You're here listening to the Soul Expansion Podcast because intuitively you know there's more to life. There's something more here. And truthfully, we access that something more in our own bodies, in our own souls. We have all the wisdom we need. And when we can access this within ourselves, business, money, impact, and every area of our life becomes so much more easeful, relaxed, and abundant. My name is Kristen Kosinski, and I'm here as your guide and your host, but this is your journey. So let the journey begin. Welcome back to the Soul Expansion Podcast. I am so excited and honored to bring you Alex Street. Alex is a storytelling coach, a speaker, and the host of the No Boring Stories Podcast. He helps entrepreneurs clarify their brand story and become confident speakers so that they can spread their message far and wide. Welcome, Mm. Alex. It is so good to be here, Kristen. It is such an honor and a joy, and I am wide open for this conversation where we're going to go with it. So uh, yeah, I'm just thankful to be here. I'm so happy you're here. And for the listeners that don't know, I actually was on Alex's podcast a couple months ago, and that was so much fun. So definitely go subscribe to No Boring Stories and check out my episode and all the other episodes there. Um, but I just remember in our first conversation, it was, it was so flowy. It was so relaxed. And I feel like you bring just a very natural calming presence. Mm. Um, so I'm curious, tell us your story. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Tell us your story. You're a storytelling coach. Tell us what makes you, you tell us what got you here and just give us the download on who Alex street is. Oh, this is so good. I've been, okay. So here's, Here's funny. I'll dive in. I can give you, you know, the 30 second story version of it. We might go into that. Sure. I can, I can give you the package there, but just to go very real and respond to exactly that question is something <laughs> that I am like, I don't know about wrestling with, but I am really choosing to get, get abundantly clear on that. Like who mm-hmm. is Alex? And, and, yeah. and just that you lead with that point about how I'm this calming presence or I, it just, it flows. I make it easy for people. So here's the reality, Kristen. I'm a huge survivor fan, like the show, the show survivor, like yeah. that, that there's like 12 of us that still watch it. I am a massive fan and I want to apply and I've applied many times. And what I'm doing, I'm getting into this, what I'm wait, what wait, I'm, wait, 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 you've applied to be on survivor, the television show. <laughs> Only five times so far. I've only applied five. (laughs) That is dedication. Wait, I'm dead. That is hilarious. Sorry, I had to interrupt. (laughs) No, I know. It's good. It's worth it. It's real. This is what's so good. Because here's the thing. I'm doing the work on like, what do I need? Like, why haven't I made it on the show yet? Like, what's the deal? Why haven't? And, And the key with this is that they say, they're like, you have to just be you in this three minute audition video that you send in. And so, of course, then that begs the question, well, what the hell is me? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? And how do you show that in within three minutes? And so truly doing this work, trying to understand who I am and, and what, I'm, what I'm leaning into here is the thing that truly sets me apart, makes me me, mm-hmm. is this like unwavering curiosity. 
and and it's just this desire to see something else out there like something in the world something out the window something in the cloud something in the person in front of me i just i i i cannot help but be curious about what is making that happen what is making that tick what got you to where you are today yeah. so that's where i am right now that's why i that's that's how i show up right now as your story coach helping you share your story and shape this world with clarity because i grew up that way my dad was a photographer my mom was an actress so my dad, like, right, talk about this curiosity, how to see the world. My dad saw the world through his camera lens mm. and thought, like, what's the story there? And how do I capture that image? My mom was a stage actress, went up on stage and, and became a character yeah. and has to do the work of like, who is this character and, and what's there? And so we just, me and my brother just absorbed all of that, right? All that storytelling and everything that came with that. And then what I'm lear learning now is all that curiosity that came with that. And I think good storytellers are curious. Oof. So you go way back to who I am. I'm, I'm discovering that, yes, I've been a storyteller. Yes, I've been a performer all my life. And I wanted to follow that path. But more than anything, I've been curious uh, about who who is in front of me, what is in this world, and what, what can I gain from it? And more importantly, what can I give to it? And that's been my mission now for, well, 30, almost 40 years wow. to put that into motion. And you look way younger. Is... You look too young to, <laughs> to have that be your mission for 40 years. Oh, <laughs> uh, seriously. I got that. I, that, I get that. I get that all the time, you know. Um, <laughs> But uh, okay. it is true. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, just to, to wrap that all up, <laughs> to simply answer that question. Uh, that's who I am. Yeah, so much to unpack there. So I think what's, yeah. what's interesting is, I think oftentimes it's harder to tell our own story. And you just mentioned yeah. like you're, you're trying to be the next survivor. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the most amazing thing ever. And like, when I look at you and like, when I, you know, follow you on social media and just having conversations with you, it's not the first thing that comes to mind. So it's like, it's like, I don't know, like the, the person jumping out of the cake. It's like this amazing, delightful surprise that comes from you. Um, cause it's not what you would expect, but I think that makes it so much better. Oh, that's but good. Do, do you find that it's harder for us to be curious about ourselves and to tell our own story? Cause I think so often, oh, and yeah. we've even talked about this with my story, mm. we're trying to be something for other people and we kind of forget who we really are. Mm. Such a good question. Is it is it harder to be curious about our own story? Absolutely. I think part of it is because you just assume, we assume that we know it, mm. right? It, it's, this is why we don't practice it. People are like, no, nah, I can tell my story. This is why people don't do the work to dive into their story, to learn how to tell their story or find it. This is why when someone hires me, even though they know that they have story work to do, they're always surprised by what we pull out. And what we piece together, because yes, you've lived it, you've experienced it, you're the only one who has had all of your experiences. But you, you don't know what the through line is. It, mm -hmm. Often, we, we don't, we don't put in the time to see the connections, we're just trying to make it through today. 
Mm. Right. And so that ability, that, that, that privilege to be curious about yourself is, I think it's this great calling. I think it is this great experience that we get to do. And truly you're the only one who actually knows all the experiences. Cause you can be curious about another person, but you'll never know all the things that they've gone through. Mm. But if you're so willing to get curious about yourself and dive into your own story, you have all the moments, all the experiences, all the feelings to draw from and tap back into at a moment's notice, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you can go into that and say, what was really going on there? According to who I am now, how did that moment affect it? Mm, it's yeah. just freaking magical. Yeah. And what would you say? Cause I think a lot of times people think that their story is boring or like not good enough. So what do you say to those people? Yeah. Well, I call BS on that. <laughs> That's my, my, my podcast, right? No boring stories is no BS. It's, it's, I don't, I don't allow it. Um, mm. I think what happens my story is boring. It's because there's a, there's a comparison. Mm. So it's boring according to what? Well, boring, boring compared to their story, boring compared to my friend's story. I mean, oh man, she, man, her life, the, the, the abuse, the drugs, the, oh man, you wouldn't believe what she's been through, but I just had like a safe kind of growing up, you know, good home, good background. And so you think, right. When you put yourself in that position compared to someone else, you're like, huh, like, who am I? Yeah. We almost think we had to have suffered more to be interesting. <laughs> That's, but yeah, who wants that's that? <laughs> exactly. Well, and as as if you haven't suffered, yeah. As if true. you didn't go through your awkward teenage years. As if you didn't like yeah. yearn for love and then go through heartbreak. As if you didn't. So yes, like whatever you call suffering, right? I mean, you have experienced that. So if suffering is what you think you need, I guarantee you've already faced it. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? And we always like yeah. belittle our own experiences and think that we didn't have it that bad. And maybe on paper compared to someone else, to your point, we didn't have it that bad. But I think there's there's so much power in sharing with our community and with our audiences where we mm -hmm. came from, because that's how we connect. And so, well, and, yeah, and, and I think that that's so important is to just recognize that the, the the barrier or the pain that's suffering, yeah. what that is and what that really looks like. Cause for me, I, I told you my story there and I didn't tell you anything about suffering. So but, true. Right. And, and it was still interesting. And of course, for me, if I really want to elevate it, I would go back and now I will say, I, like, I would go back to that moment and say, well, this is how I grew up, but it wasn't easy for me to be curious because I got so very confused about who I was and, and so worried about how the audience would receive me that I lost myself and my own curiosity in that. Mm -hmm. So now there's the barrier, right? The confusion that I faced is the barrier that has been there and keeps showing up for me. Mm. And that's what creates the story. So the suffering is real, the barrier, the pain, the problem needs to be there. And I just think that it's, it's a lot, um, it's not necessarily the big, bad, you know, evil monster that gets in the way. It's just typically our own ego. And if you can identify where that showed up, where that began to show up, you've got your story. Wow. 
so <laughs> potent and powerful. Like, man, my spiritual brain is like, yes, the big bad monster is our own ego. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So why Ugh. let's kind of like switch gears a little bit. Why Love do you it. think storytelling is so important for business owners and where are we yeah. kind of missing the mark when we're not putting enough attention on telling our story? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's, there's so many ways to show up in the world today and there's so many businesses popping up every single day, so many people claiming to be any sort of an expert in any sort of field and trying to make a quick buck. And so be it. Fair game, right? Open market, go for it. But if you want to stand out, you got to be unique. There's got to be something that draws us in because we are inundated with content uh, and original content at that people showing up, user-generated content on TikTok and, and Instagram. It's every day being shown at us. So, so what is it that's going to set your business apart except for your unique story? The, the one thing that you can share is your unique journey to get there and the passion that you uniquely have as a business owner of your company or your brand to show up and say, this is why we're here. Now you can get creative beyond that and do whatever splashy, flashy graphics and, and design that you want to do. But what we're looking for as a society is a better story to tell and a better story being told than the one that is out there that simply says, give us your money and we'll give you a product. Buy my shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> We're sick of that. We've seen it. We're tired of it. And we know that we don't even yeah. know if we can trust that it's going to be good or that it's the right thing or that it's for us. Uh, so, so true. Yeah. And I think, I think stories make us more memorable too. Like what I'm hearing from you is yep. it is the market is so saturated. There's so much out there, no matter what industry you're in, there's so many other products, services, people who are mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. And it's about how can we be memorable by sharing what is individual to us and what is unique to us. Yeah. Story over services. Yes. Story over services. I love that. I wonder, because in my experience, at least going through my own journey and figuring out what made me unique, do you find that what makes people unique is often the parts of themselves that they usually keep hidden? <laughs> Okay, you saw me smiling as you're saying this because it's <laughs> you're so bang on. Uh, well, okay, I'm gonna say yes and then throw it back to you and say it, easy answer. You throw me the softball. Yes. Why do you think that is? Why is it that that we hide the thing that is that is most unique to us? Because it is most as, as unique to way. us because other people don't have it and we want to fit in, you know, in like our high school years or whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we have these parts of us that maybe aren't accepted by others or maybe our parents were, it made them uncomfortable. And so they mm -hmm. like suppressed it out of us. And so we just learned to hide away the parts of us that are most magical and most unique. Mm. There's, there's something, it's so good. I, there's something that I will often say to my clients is like, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is you are completely unique. The bad news is you're not the only one. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, it's this like 
like if my story is from confused to clear, that is my unique story and journey that I've been on the transformation that I've experienced. Well, guess what? I, uh, there's only so many words that we can use to describe our stories. So there's many other stories out there of people who feel like they went from being confused to finding clarity as well. So while I have my unique journey and my unique experience, somebody else also has something similar you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this desire to like, I'm going to hide and protect my uniqueness. Um, it's, it's, I get it. And you're right. It goes back to adolescence and like, oh no, I'm set apart. I'm, I'm, I'm autonomous. I'm my own person, but maybe I can fit in like, oh, oh but, but please let me belong and somewhere. And so there's this give and take constantly between hiding, uh, our uniqueness and learning to share it. But I think that learning to share it is so bloody terrifying to us. It really is. And I think it's because if I share, if I tell you who I really am, internet, world, strangers, if I tell you who I really am, if I share my story, if you knew this about me, you may not like me. And if you don't like me, then that's all I got. I'm stripped naked. I've got nothing left. I've got no armor left. I have no, no brand to hide behind. I've got no logo. I've got no fancy graphics, a web, website, whatever it is, products. I shared me and you didn't like it. Whatever measurement we put that by. And if you didn't like me, then what? Where's my value? That's the biggest fear. Yeah. And you can like feel it in your body. Right? <laughs> yeah. What is that feeling? I think it's, I think for most people, it's like the loss of love. Mm. Rejection. Mm -hmm. Feeling not good enough. Yeah. I, that, I, yeah, that's mine. That's the fear that, you know, we call it the imposter or mm -hmm. the, the voice, the, the voice of fear as it leads it and it lives on my shoulder and it speaks to me saying, nobody's listening to you, Alex, right? I was an actor. And so this, this picture of standing up on a stage and, and I put all this work into, into this character and all the work that went into this and I'm going to step up there and the auditorium is going to be empty. So why even speak? So the fear says, why even create that thing? Why even create that business? Why even make that, that even if it's down to a video or a post, let alone like a big product or a, a program that I'm going to launch. Fear says, why are you doing that? Nobody's going to pay attention to you. Nobody's going to listen to you. Nobody's there. And if nobody's there, then I'm not making the impact I want to make. And if I'm not making the impact, then what good am I in this world? This is real stuff. <laughs> it is real. It is real. And like, I love that you shared your personal fears. Mm. For me, it's always like, well, if I put myself out there, it's either that yeah. no one, no one's going to be there yeah. or they're all going to turn against me and attack me. Right. <laughs> I have like this very like Lord of the flies fear where it's like, if I, <laughs> if I really show people who I really am, then the entire yeah. world will come attack me. And it's, we're, we're kind of like making them I'm silly now, but they, they run so deep and mm -hmm. 
I feel it every time, every time I share something that's a little more vulnerable or a little more me taking off my armor on the internet and a little more me, I feel the fear come up and I have enough like emotional resiliency to hold the fear and still do it. But it's not Mm -hmm. that the fear ever goes away. At least for me, have you ever found a situation where it's like, I'm good now. All my my insecurities are good. I can share my story freely and I feel great. (laughs) Uh, No, (laughs) I mean, the the only difference now is that I'm aware, right? Mm -hmm. So now I know what that is. So I can say it's every, I'm telling you, it's, it's, you said it's every time. And I agree. It's every time, every time I hit record on my podcast, every time I pick up my phone to show up on my stories to talk to my audience and share some tips or ideas or anything, or just share my life. Every single time I feel confusion. And sometimes it's a lot bigger than other times. And it's confusion about what do they want to hear? What will make them respond to me? So I better say the right thing so that they show, they not only show up, but they actually respond how I want them to. Yeah. And that's what freezes me. It's consi- again, Every time it's there, the only difference is that I'm aware of that now and I get to go, oh yeah, I know this feeling. But every time that that's shown up, I've found clarity. And I found clarity through taking action, through just showing up on stage, giving it a shot. It may not have been 100%. In fact, it's never been 100%, but it's been there. And that's what counts. So that's the clarity that I'll go with today. And I'll show up, I'll hit record and I'll give it a shot. That's the only difference. Yeah. Yeah. I think the misconception is as you become more confident in your business, as your brand grows, that it just all becomes easier, but it's only easier in the sense that you understand what's happening and you know that you'll be okay on the other side of it. I think when we're, when we're still in the fear, sometimes it's so crippling that we take no action So any Mm -hmm. amount of action that gets you to start seeing like, Hey, I can take this little baby step and no one's going to turn against me and attack me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can take this little baby step and maybe there will be a positive response from my audience. Then you start to build that confidence of like, okay, I can do this scary thing and I'm still going to be okay. Well, this is why it's so important. uh, I think again, to focus on that transformation and why so much of of my work, I mean, unless you have a transformation, you don't have a story. And so we, we have to dig up that, that transformation. We think of all the best characters that you've ever known. They transformed in some way. That's why you connect with them. And likely they transformed in the same way that you have. And that's why you really connect with some, some characters throughout history. Um, but when you know what that transformation is, Kristen, then you know, well, if, when I'm facing this, I know that I've gotten through this before. And so I know that I will get through it again. The story that you've lived through is the story that you're living through. If I went from confusion to clarity, I'm going through confusion towards clarity today. And that clarity that I'm showing up with right now to even speak about this is a discovered clarity around all of this. It's a discovered clarity around my, my story, around my curiosity, as I started telling you, right? It's, this is a discovery process that is making me more clear and therefore more confident and more capable to make an impact. And so that transformation is so critical for people to do the work, to be curious about and discover about themselves so that they have that tool to always yeah. remind themselves where they're going. 
where they're headed. Well, well, and what I'm hearing from you is it's the same transformation. So do you, Mm -hmm. do you witness in your clients that no matter what their life experiences, every single pivotal moment displayed the same transformation again and again and again? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. You know, you can tweak the words and whatever, and we play, it's just some wordplay then, but it, but it's the feelings when you identify the feelings, the words don't actually matter so much. So this feeling of confusion for me, like it looked like fear. It looked like, I remember it was great. It was ninth grade really showed up and I was, I was uh, in the, the school play and I was this little twig of a boy and on stage with this like all these seniors in the production and everything and I um my first line I was supposed to be this like young love interest and I was like oh yeah hot stud right (laughs) right and so the first night of the show uh opening night you know three nights or something like that my first line I'm supposed to step up out to the front of the stage and say here I am like someone was looking for me I was supposed to say here I am I get up there and I was like here I am like, <laughs> cause puberty, you know, yeah. what a, what a gift. And so I, uh, my, my voice cracked and the crowd laughed and it wasn't a funny line. They were laughing at me. Right. And so I was okay to be like, Oh, like I'm not going to run off stage because my voice cracked and they're laughing at me, but it did start something within me to be like, wait, they're not reacting the way they're supposed to react. They're not reacting the way I want them to react. And I had this whole dream about affecting an audience the way that my mom affected an audience. When she made a a joke, the audience laughed. And I remember sitting backstage and hearing that effect that they had, how they responded to her. And I wanted that so deeply. So then when I deliver a line and they didn't respond the right way, it started something within me to be like, huh? Confusion. So how do I now put myself in a position where they will always, where I can force them, I can do exactly what they want and exactly what they want to hear. And then I became a speaker and exactly how they want to to receive this information so that I'm never in that confusing state again. Mm -hmm. So when I look at that, I'm like, there's a moment, right? Mm -hmm. There's a moment I can look at and go, okay, confusion, well, then I found clarity as I just sort of, I just did the work and I became the character and I, I got, so I could tell you about that shift there, but then I could also go, what, 15 years later when my mom died and I could tell you about the, the transformation that I went on there from confusion around why is this happening to this clarity around, oh yeah, at the end of life is death. Mm. And as she faces this, instead of sitting here in this confused, like, I wish it wasn't happening. So of course I wish it didn't happen, but I'm going to lean in with this curiosity and ask all the questions that I can ask, knowing that this is likely the end for her. What could I know? What could I get? What could I glean from her? Confusion to clarity. And so, yes, all the episodes that you go through in life are a small microcosm of this big transformation that I think you've experienced. And they all add up to an endless amount of stories to tell. Wow. What fun. Do you find that people have different 
layers of stories. So maybe you have the confusion to clarity story. Yeah. Is there another story like thread that runs through your life or do we all kind of have the same like hero's journey that we mm -hmm. are here on earth to experience? Um, well, of course. Yeah. So you think of, again, let's go to a depth of a character and say, so I just saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child on stage on the weekend. Ooh. Amazing. Ooh. Was that ever crazy? Um, <laughs> and so think of Harry, uh, right? I mean, for those who are fans, um, he's got this very simple journey of going from, you know, basically what lost to loved mm -hmm. or alone to, uh, to loved, let's say, right. He's very literally alone in a closet under the stairs. Mm -hmm. And then by the end, he's got great friends and he's changed the world and love changed the world and saved the world. Beautiful story. That's not it for Harry though. Obviously there's all these other depths and layers and journeys, but and and you could go through any moment and see how he changed and what's what was that transformation like and what was that transformation like what happened there and who how's he discovering who he is in relationship to others and all these things but ultimately if you can identify that big journey then i think that you could say well yeah but the thread going through it all is him learning what love really is the power of love and connection to other people yeah. I feel like I have like the cheat codes on life now. Like if I think of my, <laughs> if I think of my own story, it's like, well, I know what lessons I've already learned. Yeah. And so I guess I'll just keep relearning those lessons <laughs> in different ways. So, okay, cool. I got the cheat codes on life now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's it. That's, that's. It, you it's... heard it here on the soul expansion <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, I truly I think this journey, I think, you know, the thing that scares a lot of people about storytelling, about their own story, about being curious of their own story is that it's too confusing. It's too big. It's too complicated. And what we're doing here and even what you're saying there about the cheat codes of life is simplifying it. Mm, yeah, It could be about what am I learning this year that's different from last year? Of course, of course, you're going to have new and different experiences. But if we could simplify this and see that maybe up to this point, there has been a, enough of a story told that you could identify the main thing that you're going through and how you're shifting and, and how your worldview is going to, to change things. And you could lean into that. And you're right. It does simplify things. Yeah. It simplifies the right now. It simplifies what's next. Well, and I, I know we talked about my story and the title yeah. of your episode is from contained to open. And mm -hmm. that totally resonates with my mm -hmm. life story. If the listener doesn't know, I came from a Catholic background. It was a very specific, strict childhood background. There were a lot of rules in childhood and there were a lot of expectations. And what I wanted most every single time was more freedom, more freedom, more freedom, more freedom. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought that meant like freedom of place or freedom of career. Even obviously I started this business with the aspiration of more freedom, but what I ultimately found out what it was, it was just more freedom of being myself and allowing myself to do what I want to do and be who I want to be, which is, you know, yeah. the real me. And I wonder if like that part of our journey is actually what all of our stories point to. 
you know, in, in a lot of psychology and like spiritual mindset, um, wisdom traditions, it talks about how in childhood we're conditioned to be a person based mm-hmm. on parents, society, culture, school, etc. Mm-hmm. And then in adulthood, we start to dismantle all those things that don't really fit in with who we want to be. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the road, it's coming back to who you originally were before anyone conditioned you, influenced you, changed you. Yeah. Uh, do you know Richard Rohr, mm-hmm. author? Fabulous man. He's like the everybody's grandpa kind of guy. Uh, I think he's a, he's, he would identify as a like Franciscan monk, um, mm-hmm. but is kind of just this old sort of, again, he's the guy giving Christmas presents out, you know, it's, it's, and, and anyways, brilliant author and um, on all things spiritual. And he, uh, his book falling upward talks about this idea of you kind of grow up and you need a box. Mm. We need, we need a box to fit into so that we can climb out of it Mm. and then kind of step into a new box and we think that it's just about this, like break down the walls and like, I need freedom. Rah, let me out. <laughs> but really what we're doing is then trying to form this new version that is more ours where the box wasn't formed for us, but we had a role in forming that. And, mm. and it's purely authentically us. And as you say, it's kind of going back to, to who you were. And I, th- I think that's it. I think that, you know, when I, when I do this work with people that's often where I'll, I'll start with the now so if I started with you now right it's be like what are you doing now you're like I want I'm helping people become more open right yeah I'd say great where did that begin you say oh, I remember like as a kid I was like I felt right like there was just opportunity there's freedom there, I, I yearned for freedom but felt like I couldn't have it so right so there's this there is this beginning kind of nature that that is instilled within you and i would say there's this curiosity that's instilled within me um or things were so clear yeah and then my parents got divorced at eight years old and i was very confused now what do i do and then that confusion continued right so there's this yeah who was i before was very clear until yeah I think that speaks to our life purpose though too because like when and like the purpose that we're bringing to our businesses because you know we talk about like with inner child work and childhood trauma it's like what's traumatic to one child may be completely I don't know harmless to another child because it's all based on like how you as a being experience that particular situation. Hmm. So I feel like we have to be in these boxes to even like activate the part of us. That's like, fuck this. I need this other thing. (laughs) I need to experience freedom. I need to experience clarity. This is so messed up. I need to change things, right? Like we almost need like the pressure of the box closing in on us and feeling so small and so wrong so that we have the, the activation to break out of it. Otherwise we would just stay in it for our entire life. Yeah. I I love it. And you're right. And that's, this is where, right. Yeah. So to take this deep in depth inner, like 
unique story that you have and now turn it forwards towards this like front facing business that you simply want to like gain clients with. It seems like this, like, doesn't that like, you know, just sort of shrink down or like um, devalue this deep inner story. And what I love to do is to say, well, no, it's not. Yeah. When you, when you, you are here because you feel this yearning for more, like you just described, you're like, I need, there's something, something that I'm in is not working anymore. I, I have this desire for more bigger impact in some way. And what I get to do is help people in that state when they find themselves in that state, translate why why do you care about that thing that you're coming to me with you want to be a coach why because we go back in your story and we see that you always wanted to help people and specifically in this way but then this thing got in the way and then this person came alongside you and said you really do have enough to help the world with and you were like maybe i do and then 10 years later you struggled through that but now you're finally you quit your job and you're here and you're putting everything you have into this online coaching business because you're here to change the world you were stuck and now you're changing and you want to help other people do the same right that's the power of this is saying why I'm here. Then you go forward and create whatever you want to create. And I think we lose lose sight of the why in business. I think especially like we, I think this is what I've observed in myself and in my clients is we have a a huge, a huge why in the very beginning. Otherwise we wouldn't even start it. And then Mm -hmm. we kind of get stuck in the day to day and like freaked out about the whole making your money all by yourself thing and figuring out all the things that you have to figure out as a business owner. So there's like a period of being stuck. And then I think to really elevate into your next level of leadership, there has to be this shift back into the why, back into the why, back into the why. Because if we stay stuck in the day-to-day and and Mm. I was actually going to ask you, do you find people hide behind like their marketing and sales content, which I definitely did for a long time. Like, I'm just going to talk about my offer and not talk about myself. <laughs> right. Services over story instead of story over services. And yeah. it's why? Well, yeah, of course, I'm going to talk about my services, talk about talk about these things and talk about what I do and how I do it instead of why I do it. Yeah. Because if I say why and it's not good enough, then it's exactly what we talked about. Then yeah. what else do I have? And it's, but if I, it's if I talk about the how, if I sell the how and I sell the how and I keep going for that and people aren't responding to it and they're not buying it, well, that's fine. That was just a bad product. That was a bad Yeah, launch. that wasn't that was me. That was just the right. bad product. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Even when it's your own personal brand and business, we yeah. still deflect to, well, that was the product rather than me. But if you start showing up and sharing your deep and authentic, pure passion and purpose for why you're doing this thing, and it's still not received how you measure it and want it to be, where do you go from there is the fear, mm-hmm. the fear that will hold you back. Now, you and I both know that you have faith. You and I have both, I know in our journey, have faced that. I do share who I am and people didn't respond. People didn't buy the program. People didn't, I, but I'm showing up. I was, I'm sharing my why, but they're not, you know, that there is a, the sun will rise tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, and what was so important for me, and I don't know if this ever came up for you or for your clients, but I had to see my own story, my own experience, my own why, and even 
to get even more metaphysical, my own self Mm. as good enough first. And then whenever I would share that with others, then they started to respond how I wanted them to respond. But when I was still like operating from this lens of, okay, I know I'm supposed to share my story, but like, I don't really see it is good enough. And like, I don't really know that anyone's going to react to this the way I want them to. When I was coming from that energy, I got exactly what I wanted, which was confusion in my audience, right? Like it wasn't this clear connection point of like, I see something in your story that makes me want to hire you. Yeah. For so many years I was working, I was always working like three jobs, even when I had like one job, like I was a youth pastor for a decade. And and even while I was a youth pastor, I was doing like two other side jobs, kind of just to supplement the income of being a poorly paid youth pastor, but kind of because I just needed that something else. And then even when I left that and got into another role, it was always part-time this, part-time this, part-time this, and always looking for these different ways because I thought that I was like this free spirited, needed these extra things, always needed three things on the go. And until the last two years, Kristen, when I have focused so deeply on the one thing, this one thing, and it's getting more and more focused even as I go now, which is more and more scary because if this one thing doesn't hit, then what else do I have? But as I get more and more focused on this one thing, even to the point where I say I am a storytelling coach, that's as pinpoint as I could get right now. As I do that, I'm showing up more authentically than I ever have. I'm showing up more free. I'm showing up with more calming presence than I ever have and breaking down those walls like that. And truly, I feel like making more impact than ever. Mm. But man, is that scary to focus in. Yeah. But that's my story. It's always about going to, I could do all the things, but I need to do this thing. And here I am. And I think that's, a, that's the invitation for everybody, right? Is to, to yeah. when you are so tempted to, to be distracted by all the things, what understanding your story helps you do is know and confidently follow the one thing that you are uniquely here and passionate about at this moment in time? It takes a lot of trust, I imagine. It takes a lot of trust in what you're being led to, trust in what your story is sharing with you, trust in the one thing. And I I think that's that's a big part of the reason why we don't do the one thing because we maybe don't trust ourselves or we don't trust. What if this isn't it? What if I pick the wrong one? Yeah. And then what a waste of time. What if Frodo left the Shire and got all the way there and then dropped the ring at the bottom of Mordor? You know, like, what a mistake. What a waste of time. That's the fear. Again, it's it's all this fantasy fear of like, no, but if I do this and then that happens and then that happens, then uh, then I'll feel like a failure. Yeah. But of course, it's, it's never a failure. It's never wasted time because we always learn, there's always something to learn from the experience. So if you go in with that attitude and that mindset, knowing that the story is actually, the story is in the choice that you're making. Mm -hmm. Um, What did I just hear yesterday? Sometimes the, the, it's in Matthew McConaughey's book, 
green lights. He said, um, the, what's important, sometimes what's important is, is not what decision you make or what choice you make, but making a choice and being consistent with it. Mm. And I think that, that, that's part of this journey is just which one? I don't know. Like you think that you think that the divine is really sitting there going like, oh, I hope, I hope she picks this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the way I heard it described one time is like, okay, you're at a fork in the road. You could go this way or you could go that way. And sometimes you have to go the wrong way, step in some dog shit and realize, <laughs> oh wait, I was supposed to go the other way. But either way, you'll know. <laughs> if you just exactly. take a step, either way, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know. And then you've got like again, it's it's just there's almost this fear that you're gonna live the wrong story and and therefore you, you don't live any story. Hmm. And yeah, it's like that watering down of ourselves, which I think we witness in the online space a lot when we are afraid to embrace our true selves and our true story is we again, hide behind the marketing and sales content, but we, we actually like water down who we are so that we can be quote unquote, more acceptable to other people. And then it's like, we just blend in with everyone else. What does that look like for you to, to actually put that into practice of, of like sharing your story, your me? Yeah. So I actually had a a mentor challenge me to share something that I thought was like too much or not enough about myself and to like own it and like obviously love that about myself and to start bringing that forward in my content, in my marketing as like, that is why I'm here. Like for me, one of my too muchness aspects of myself is I always got what I wanted as a kid. Mm. (laughs) I was like the motherfucking ruler of the household. And I always got what I wanted to my sister's detriment. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and I was obviously punished so much by my sister and my parents for that attitude, but I always got my way. Um, And so now I bring that through as something that's beautiful about me because when I'm in the gifts of that, right? Like when Mm -hmm. I'm in not the three-year-old throwing a temper tantrum version of it, but the adult version, the gifts of it, the empowered version of it. Then I have this unwavering belief in Mm -hmm. what I want and what I'm here to do. And I can bring that through in my business, but also for my clients. And I can activate that in them. Mm. It's so good. Like, it's just so pure again. Right. That's it. You could, cause you could show up and you could say, hi, like I can help you as you are learning to manifest and get what you want in life, what you deserve. And I'm here to do that for you. Now I've been doing this for this many years. I've had this many clients, this many listeners to my podcast. Uh, I went to school for this, this, and this. And I've got a program launching soon. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Boring. Great. 
sound like everybody else, but what you just told me, Kristen, and this is the thing, somebody else could show up and say a very similar story, but when you say it, it's so you and yours and true to you. It just, it like, that makes me go, I don't care what your program, I don't care how many listeners are in your podcast. (laughs) I connect with that. I remember I was, I was a younger brother who got everything that I wanted. So I now connect exactly (laughs) to that. And I go, wow, I've never thought about that being connected to this idea of manifestation. And of course, yeah, I got everything I wanted then. Why shouldn't I get everything that I want now? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Maybe, maybe you're the person that can help me put some guidelines around that and, and see that come to fruition. Wow. Okay, great. Mm. How much money can I give you? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That was, that was such a beautiful, I'm glad we did that example because it is one of those things. Like we can talk about like, what should you include in your story to make it compelling? And maybe you do want to share a couple tidbits about that. But I think just like showing the contrast of marketing and sales, hi, I can help you manifest. Here's all my qualifications versus telling the story and like Mm -hmm. how much deeper that hits. And honestly, how much more interesting it is. I was like yawning on the video if you didn't see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah, it's just, it's, it's unbelievably important. You think of yourself around a dinner table with friends or you're showing up in your online marketing. It's the same, same thing. We're the same people and we, we want the same experience. So you can tell me all about your qualifications sitting around a dinner table with friends. And I'll go like, oh, wow, you've put a lot of years into school. That <laughs> is tell me so why true. you care. Wow. That like really speaks to the importance. Cause like when you go to a dinner party and someone just talks about, yeah, I went to Harvard. I yeah. just got published in this thing. You're like, oh, stop talking about your stupid <laughs> qualifications. No one cares. <laughs> Or it's even like, well, yeah, but tell me something that happened yeah. while you were there. And then the next question is going to be, wow, how did that make you feel when that happened? Yeah. And then if you can tap into that, now you've got something that's identifiable with the rest of the people around the table where we go, I know that feeling too. Yeah. Cause we all have the feelings. Yeah. And now we've made a connection. Boom. Well, I feel like you have just given us the most robust education on storytelling and also very eloquently proven your point about how wonderful it is to bring storytelling and (laughs) necessary it is to bring storytelling into your business. Um, Any last words of wisdom or anything that you want the listeners to know about storytelling or about anything we've shared today before we tell people how to hire you? Yeah, I think it's so beautiful. I just think about the, the, you know, your podcast, Soul Expansion, and how we are on this journey of expanding our knowledge, our understanding, our awareness, and, and, and interaction with our own souls and each other's. And in this journey of expansion, what we're talking about here is actually going like smaller, going deeper, going like more, more inward to this small little place where we find what is at the core of who you are. And as you do this, I, I have seen it, I believe it, when you do that, it then is like this fireworks display going off where when you go in and you really discover this, it, it allows you to then just explode and expand like never before. So go in, find your story, 
share your story because your story matters and it will truly expand who you are and everything that we're about. That was beautiful. Yeah. And from an energetic perspective, because, you know, I do the, the spiritual and the energetics, that's exactly how an expansion works. You have to contract first. You have to go mm. in first. You have to dig deeper into your why and what it is you're here to do and the impact you're here to create. And then when all those people, all those pieces are connected, the explosion is inevitable. Yeah but you have to do that inward contraction into the very depths of your soul first. It's good stuff. This is, I want to know if you get on survivor. (laughs) Oh, you'll know. You'll know. Don't worry. I can't tell you when it, you know, when the process is happening clearly, but uh, you'll see it on TV. You'll just see me on there. (laughs) So wait, okay. One more question. I know I said one more question, but I, I have to know about the survivor thing. Okay. So you're on Survivor, you make it through, you get it all the way to the end. What does that mean to you? What does that mean about you? Why is it important to you? This is good. This is good practice. Uh, you could put this in your audition video. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm supposed to try the thing that I am interested in. I'm supposed to, if, if I, if I'm interested in skydiving, I feel like I'm, I'm, I should try it. I'm supposed to, I'm blessed with this fearlessness in so many ways. Mm. My parents left their home when they were kids and moved across the world on a whim to follow their dream and follow what they thought was possible and what impact they might be able to make for me to like be on not even to get to the end but to be on that island to to do this thing that I've like watched for so long literally I've watched every season I'm I'm like again I'm in <laughs> I'm in this um it's this I could sit back and I could just watch but I'm going to keep on trying to to have that experience because that's what we're here to do is experience all the things that we're curious about. And so I wonder what it's going to be. And if I got to the end, I would say, holy crap, I can't believe that this happened, (laughs) but it happened. And then what else is possible? Mm. Yeah. Getting in the arena instead of just being in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. And what a joy, what a story to tell. I, there's all kinds of stuff, right? You're like, yeah, yeah, I can tell my, my kids would be excited. My, and everybody would be so, you can do anything. Just put your mind to it. Well, you can't necessarily, because there's still a choosing process. There's all these things. It's not just up to me, but trying is up to me. Mm-hmm. And if I never give it a shot, then there's no opportunity. Mm-hmm. So give it a shot show up like this is the lesson for everybody right show up share your story show up on camera just give it a shot just what get in the arena is gonna go wrong yeah oh no one's gonna show up great you got on stage and you performed even with nobody there that's the story so that's what i'm trying to live here and that's what the survivor experience is about I'm watching it and people are like miserable. They're in the rain, they're sleeping on dirt and they're like, this is awful. I was like, I want it so badly. 
I love, I love the reasoning you gave though. It was very, um, it felt very true to you, like very introspective. It doesn't seem like it's just to achieve a goal necessarily. It's more about like, my heart is calling me to do this. So I have to try. I have to try. My heart wouldn't call me to do this for no reason. Yeah. There's something here for me. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even talk about my, my dip back into acting and getting into commercials and stuff for the last few years. But that's all that that was, was like, after basically a 20 year gap, I was like, sure, I'll get an agent from a friend of a friend who knows an agent, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's get into, sure. Let's do 150 auditions in three years and fail at, or not get 145 of them. Let's give it a shot and see what happens. That's what that is. It's yeah. this, that's the drive. That's the, let's just give it, let's see. Now I'm not going to do that with everything. I don't care about bowling. I'm not going to go try bowling. <laughs> but these things that I care about, I'm going to lean into them. Mm. So let's go do that. Yeah. Well, Alex, you have been such a pleasure as always to have this conversation with, to be on the podcast, to educate us, to share with us. How do we hire you? Because pretty much everyone listening to this episode is going to be like, okay, I need to figure out what the fuck my story is. I need <laughs> to hire Alex. This is going to change my business. This is going to explode my brand. How do we hire you? <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate that so much. So I hang out on Instagram at street says, find me there. Tell me that you listen to this podcast and we'll just start a conversation there. No pressure. I just love talking to people and helping them through their story even in the DMs. So let's start a conversation. And my website, alexstreet.ca has any information that you want. If you're afraid to start a conversation first, then just go there and see everything that you need. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Alex. And thank you listeners for listening to this episode. Write a review, share with your friends, tag us on IG stories, do all the things if you like this episode so we can celebrate you listening to it. Bye for now. Hi. Thank you for listening to the show today. Thank you for being a loyal listener. If you've listened more than once, I really appreciate your time, your focus, your energy, and your attention. And so it is my heartfelt request that if you got something out of this episode, please write us a review, rate us, tell us exactly what you want to say. Speak from the heart. Speak from your soul. No review is too short or too long or anything that's too much or not good enough. It's all good. It's all good. We really love and appreciate your feedback. It just helps us make the show better and better and it helps us get the show out to more people. As a reward for your time and energy writing a review, just take a screenshot of it before you hit submit and email it to us at support at kristinkasinski.com and we will give you free access to my Work Less, Make More, The Vibe Masterclass and Integration Deepening Call. This is over three hours of content that was recorded in 2022, early 2022. On my website, I currently charge money for it. I don't remember what we priced it at, but it's, it's not currently for free anywhere else unless you write a podcast review, screenshot that review and send us an email. So the email address is support at kristinkasinski.com. I would love to gift you this free gift for your time and energy being a listener and writing a review. 
So if you have a few moments right now, I would really appreciate your words, your feedback, your shares, and your love. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. I so, so, so appreciate you. And I'll talk to you soon.